Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to today's um, World Cup Man on the Post podcast. I'm your host Adam, and I am joined with uh, OG podcaster Tom. How are you doing, Tom? Not bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, a lot of football today. Again, the last day of being able to watch four games simultaneously. Well, I mean, you say that four games. Okay, you've got two screens. Four games, one after the other. Then okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's start off. We started off this morning with an absolute thriller. Maybe um, let's not say game of the tournament, but Cameroon free Serbia free. Um, I'm trying to look at the goals to remember how the lead changes here. So Cameroon take the lead. Serbia pull one Great. back just before half time. Then Milinkovic Savic scores. Oh, that's all. Be- also before half time. Yeah, two in first half stoppage time. So in st- they they go so. Th- the 45th minute, they're trailing. They go in at halftime, 2-1 up instead. They then make it 3-1. Cameroon then score a second, which is the most audacious goal of the tournament. I think he must have just thought it was offside. It was just going to be disallowed. So I thought, oh, fuck I it. Think that's what, what I think that's what... Um, when I was watching one of the games later, Ian Wright was the pundit. And I think he said that he hoped that he thought he was onside because of because it was so <laughs> audacious that the only explanation was that he thought he was off. There's no way he shoots like that <laughs> if he thinks he's onside and he thinks that's going to count when you're 3-1 down in a World Cup group it, stage. It's such a huge lob that the goalkeeper, the commentator sorry, doesn't even know it's going in until it's hit the, it hits the roof of it, the net. It bounces into the roof of the net. That's yeah. how high it went. And the, the commentator's like, and he's... Uh, uh, and he scored... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Chipper Moting scores in the 60th minute and then this was just a great great game I thought there was a lot of I know you said you saw I saw most of the end after I think most of the goals have been scored I had to catch up on the goals you've seen the goals but it was just quite frantic there was a lot it's just, just it was just chaos it seemed like it seemed like neither team bothered like defending at all yeah. it was almost like this year's football manager just like <laughs> Players just defenders just running all over the place until someone scores. Yeah, well, um, that was the first game that served up, and then West Afri- Africa carried on serving up the goods because we were then followed by South Korea to Ghana free um, with some more hilarious defending as well. Some more hilarious defending and um, not lead changes, but um, <laughs> so. Yeah, the first two goals from from Ghana are just sloppy from yeah, South really Korea, sloppy. and then really sloppy. South Korea scored too quickly in the second half um, from Chow, and uh, I don't know about you, but from when I was watching that, I saw him, and I saw his movement was absolutely electric. It was like watching a, a South Korean Edison Cavani the way he was just 
<laughs> darting around in the box, especially that first goal. He just the, he just appears, and the, the defender has no idea that he was there. Exactly, yeah. The, he just didn't know he was there at all, did he? Which was weird, considering he was stood right next to him about two seconds before. Yeah, and, and like, then he thought, oh, he must have just disappeared into thin air. Where's he gone? He was like, you were behind me. What happened here? Um, and then the leap, the leap for the next goal as well. Yeah, he, two great headers, absolutely fantastic headers. So, um, yeah, I'm sure he'll be. I'm sure he'll be plodding around in a lower league, in a lower end of the Premier League for. A, I meant to look up and see who he played for, and I forgot. Um, uh, but I'm sure, yeah, January transfer window will be scoring one in ten for. Uh, who does he play for? We can't say Fulham anymore. Why? Because they're not in the lower ends of the Premier League. Exactly, and he can't say Norwich until next season. He plays for a. He plays for a. a I can't even pronounce them, but they that they, they've got Hyundai Motors in their name, so I'm guessing they're a South Korean team. Probably a fair guess. Yeah, I think he's going to be not scoring in the Premier League team near you soon. <laughs> um, and then the third goal from Ghana was just fantastic. They cut the ball back and um, is it I, I forget which player it is now, who takes a complete air shot at it. Well, it was Williams, wasn't it? Oh, okay. striker. Not, not, it's normally a fair guess if it was uh, <laughs> if it to be IU, but um, a complete air shot doesn't get anywhere near it, and the ball rolls rolls back to to Kundas, who um, does a lovely finish. Maybe the keep the keeper might do a little bit better, but um, low and hard. Though. I think it was. I think it was. He would do well to say that. Yeah. Um, again, just this was just a fun game as well. I think we had two really fun games this morning. It was. It's almost. It's almost the games you don't really expect at the moment to be. Yeah. To be fun, like those, like those two early games today. They were just, but two, four teams just all going for it. Yeah, which um, is what you want to see in a World Cup. Yeah, and eleven goals, and some of them in the first half, as you were saying earlier. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't really have much more to say than just they were two really fun games. Lead changes, or at least fightbacks of some sort and just and they also leave all of the groups in relatively uh interesting positions going into it i don't i think well it means everyone can still qualify technically yeah from all three from all all four of the i mean i think serbia right against it and so are korea because i think korea have got portugal next they have yeah um yeah, because I know that Ghana Uruguay is the the last game because everyone's been building that up for ages because of the Luis Suarez return element. Um, wouldn't it be fun? To, like, doesn't that this feel now that that's almost like a script written for Luis Suarez? I just want to see a Ghana player just punch the ball off the line in the last minute, even if they're like four 0 down. No, I think it's going to be worse than that. I just think it's going to be Luis Suarez with a sort of a dirty scraped tap in, like. <laughs> Like hooked in at the near post or the far post yeah. in the ninety second minute to win the game two one, not knock them out. Yeah, not Ghana yeah. out again. Um, yeah, Serbia. So Serbia does Serbia have Brazil? Is that why Serbia are up against it? No, Serbia have got Switzerland. I think. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so the draw didn't really do anything for Serbia or Cameroon in that game because they both. 
they both need to win their their last game. So I suppose you'd rather be Serbia, though, wouldn't you? Because Serbia have basically got a. Uh, it's kind you of in Serbia's Serbia hand. If, if Serbia if win, Switzerland, they'll likely go through. Yeah. But. Yeah, exactly that. But beating Switzerland isn't the easiest of things, as we can now talk about, exactly, because yeah. the four o'clock game was Brazil won Switzerland nil. Um, this is the first time I've got to watch Brazil. I didn't. I missed their opening game. Didn't really think that much of them. Didn't think that much of them, but they look fairly solid defensively. Right. I agree with you, but something that I noticed that I wanted to talk about while I watched this is if you watched their their back their back four is so deep. Their their defensive line is so deep. And there was a period where they're Brazilian forwards. They're they're not interested in going backwards, right? So they're kind of half heartedly pressing, but they're definitely not coming back. The midfield was filling in that gap, and there was like a twenty yards gap between the midfield and the and the back line. And I think a yeah. good a good team is going to exploit that space. But I guess that's why they tried to play Fred and Casemiro in this game, as yeah, well, and then alongside them. But I mean, when you've got as much attacking talent as Brazil, you want to you don't want to see. Obviously, they're missing Neymar, but they've got Rodrigo and Antis come off the bench as well. Yeah, you don't want to see... You don't really want to be seeing three deeper central midfielders. No, I agree. But I think that they're worried about that. Imagine imagine having uh, Anton Griezmann picking up the ball in that space and having Kylian Mbappé running in behind. They're going to get absolutely yeah. slaughtered. I think that... Although they're, the bookies have them as favourites, I think this Brazil team loses to the first decent team they play. I think, well, they're they're capable of a complete meltdown, I think. Because you think another sort of like 2014 yeah. situation where they're overly emotional. Yeah. And there's also there's also a few rumours that Neymar might not play again in the tournament. They think they're trying to like cover up how bad his injury actually is. They've said, he, they've said he's definitely going to miss the, next, the rest of the group stage, but... There's right. rumours that he might, might not be playing at all, which is going to be a massive loss. I mean, one of the best players in the world. Yeah, he he obviously is a, is a loss to them. But like you said, it's not like they're wanting for attacking talent. This isn't like England losing Harry Kane and you're like, who's who's the next option? Uh, it's it's Callum Wilson. And no offence to Callum, Callum Wilson, but the, the drop-off from Kane to Callum Wilson yeah. is quite big. It's the drop-off from... I know that he was starting anyway, but you've got you've still got Vinicius Junior. If you're playing Anthony instead of Neymar, and they've still got Martinelli to come on, he didn't even didn't even come off the bench. Yeah, Gabriel Jesus on the bench. Yeah. Like, yeah, the the options on the bench are are there, but I thought again in this game they were playing far too narrow as well. I think that it was evident that where their moments of joy came when especially Vinicius was really sort of playing out wide and in the first part of the second half when he scores his goal that gets disallowed because Richarlison is coming back from an offside position that's come they from had to ask Peter, they had to ask Peter Walton about that don't you? yeah, yeah. <laughs> to explain it when you're offside it's offside yeah <laughs> um, but he was sort of like making that inside to out run from, from wide to the Attacking that sort of back post and the, the ball yeah. comes into him. Well, they, 
I think they they're sort of team who benefit from the biggest pitch possible. Like but like Barcelona, you want yeah. you want your three forwards to be like one on far side, one on the other far side, one central, and then the midfielders create the space in between, and then they then the wingers cut inside. I mean, but I don't think Rafi- I don't like, think I don't think Rafinha wants to do that. I think he wants to drift in and play centrally. Yeah, he, he was he was playing, but there was a moment where he did cut in and create a chance for himself. So it's. And the other thing it's that I bad. the other thing I'd say about this Brazil team that's not very Brazilian is just the complete like they are not Brazilian. You you, you think of Brazilian fullbacks? Yeah, they had they had Roberto Carlos and Cafu in the crowd. Roberto Carlos yeah. and Cafu, these are not. No, I mean Militao would you say he's more of a centre back? Well, he is a centre back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, They've got a forty-five-year-old Danny Alves on the bench, so you never know. He, he could, might get to see him. Yeah, he could do a job still, surely. I think uh, I don't know. I was just uninspired by them. It was a lovely goal by Casemiro. Um, yeah, lovely technique on the on the vo- on the. I can't remember if it was a volley or half volley, but half volley. I think. Um, yeah, but I did think they were being sort of restricted by Switzerland, and I think that, like I said, I'm I'm not overly. Scared by them. Yeah, I think the real test will be when they play someone good. But yeah, and that, if they get past if they get past the first good team, then I think they could carry on going. Maybe, the maybe they could roll. Yeah, and but I just felt like I just feel that like people are so willing to to cheer for them already. Like they were talking about them in the commentary, like saying about how. Um, Chital was setting them up for the group for the next like this was all preparation. I'm like, yeah, I, I get the feeling that you're setting them up for something, and then they're going to just massively underwhelm when they get to that stage anyway. But definitely a possibility. Yeah. Okay. And then the last game of today, uh, Portugal to Uruguay nil. Um, the first half was just a bit. Uh, yeah, a bit. Yeah, bit nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to. The game kind of did it come to life? I don't know. Um, but we had, we definitely had two Bruno Fernandez goals. Definitely. Um, because Ronaldo went full Harry Kane in trying to claim that. Um, yeah, you could tell. You could tell by his acting. You knew he didn't touch it. The way he didn't. He didn't do his like traditional. Celebration straight away. He was looking around as if to yeah. say, oh, "Shall I try and play?" Oh yeah, I'll give it to me. Yeah, of course they want to give it to me. I'm the star. They want they want me to score goals. Um, it was a lovely ball in from. Well, I just, I suppose it was a lovely shot. I don't know. What we... Lovely shot on target. Yeah, um, from Bruno, and then later on, there's a penalty. So let's talk about the penalty. I hate these type penalties so much. Yeah. They're... I just like there's literally no other way he could have his hand. Yeah, I mean he's falling he's to the not, ground and putting his hand. He's up. not. Yeah, he's not trying to stop the ball with his hand. He's not looking like at the ball. He's literally trying not to land flat on his back and he puts his arm down for support. What else is he supposed to do? That that it might technically be a penalty, like in the laws of football, but it shouldn't be. No, I agree. Um, and this is why I've about my long-held campaign with Chris about changing the handball rule to be, making every handball an indirect free kick instead of a instead of intentional handball as a direct free kick because I get it hits his hand and 
Bruno's probably through on goal if it doesn't hit his hand. Uruguay do benefit from it, but he's not done, like you said, that at the moment, the way the rules are written, it's all about intent. There's no intent. No. Um, but this was given by VAR, right? Am I right in thinking it went to VAR? It was, yeah. He didn't give it, didn't, didn't give it straight away. Yeah. It was quite a long delay as well. But then he, it, as soon as he saw it, he didn't, he didn't look at it for very long. He gave it fairly quickly. Yeah. So Because he's been asked to go to the monitor, he's like, oh, I've got to give it now. Yeah, very rarely do, have they been going to the monitor and coming back and not giving things, have they? Um, and then, yeah, Bruno Fernandes scored. I mean... I don't think it made much of a difference to the game. I don't think Uruguay would have scored if they played another hour. Not at that point, but I think Uruguay had some good opportunities that they just that they, they didn't did, take. They never, they never really looked. There was the... There was, I mean, the bench the half chance. The, the half chance at the near post. Yeah. When he came, came off the bench with Cavani. Um, there was the chance from Gomez that was probably two inches away from going in if it hits the inside of the post. That had was a lovely shot from about about 25 yards with a lot of a lot of bend on it but it just hits the hits the post square on doesn't it really and just yeah. comes straight back out i thought the uh benton court chance in the first half i thought he was unfairly criticized by um ali mccoy he, he has run three quarters the length of the pitch his legs you know, i don't know how fit you are your legs must be going by that point and i think you, when you're in that situation, he's got like three options, right? He can try and slip it past the goalkeeper, he can try and nutmeg him, or he can try and lift it over him, and he goes for, to pull it through his legs, yeah. and the keeper saves it. Um, sure, with hindsight, you're saying make a better choice, but I don't think it was a terrible choice. No, I mean, if that's a striker that's just been put through on goal with his first or second touch, I mean, he probably does score, but you've got to remember he has run the whole length of the pitch. And he's a defensive midfielder. And, yeah. he's, and he's ran through about four players. He must be thinking, what on earth is going on? How have I got, <laughs> have I got this far? <laughs> my, uh, my ambition is outweighing my talent at this point. Um, and I can't remember who has the ch- the chance. He gets slipped in with a, run in, a ball in between the fullback and the... And the centre back, and he goes to dink it. Um, was it was it Palestri? Probably. You see the one with the blonde hair. Yeah, he looked quite um quite sharp, but but then has it just absolutely fluffs the finish. Like yeah, doesn't get any. Disappointing. Yeah, agreed. I mean, Pepe had him in his pocket all, all, the whole game. Didn't even have to go full Pepe on it. No, that should have been a flashpoint, right? Yeah, I had I had a bet on both players to be booked, so I was hoping something would happen between them. And. But, from what I, I I recall, my memory's failing me, but Nunes is rapid. Like I mean, you'd want. I've, well, I think he could out. He'd, I'm sure he'd outrun Pepe in a in a foot race. Well, they I'm sure he would, they should have been playing to that run. strength, shouldn't they? No, yeah, exactly. They just didn't. They, they play. weren't very. They weren't very ambitious in the attacking sense. It like it took them going behind, and then if you wait until you go behind to start trying to show some attacking attacking a ten and you're always up against it. Yeah, especially against Uruguay because um against Portugal because the only team that might be able to out shithouse them are Uruguay. So exactly. <laughs> um which brought me to a bit that I wanted to to mention that I loved was um when the penalty was awarded that like three Portuguese players had to go and mark the penalty spot to stop Yeah, you. I did see that. Because you saw Suarez <laughs> straight away there at the penalty spot. You knew what he was about to do. He's like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go kick this shit out of this, turn it into a, <laughs> turn it into a minefield. Um, and I suppose the only other thing of note to mention in this game was the uh, 
the protester who um I felt that the commentary team didn't cover themselves in glory when they're like saying like oh we won't dignify that guy with with anything and then you're like oh no he was making a valid protest maybe you shouldn't say that he was making a three three different protests wasn't he he had save Ukraine Iran's women's rights and the LGBTQ flag I think yeah just a lot of things to a lot of things to protest on but um yeah I'm sure he's currently being very well treated in a uh Qatari jail right now yeah I think he'll be heading home that'll be the best case scenario for him yeah um yeah so that was today's action um let's have a look um and talk ourselves about what we've got coming up tomorrow so tomorrow we start with the uh simultaneous games for the last game of the group so we have got Ecuador Senegal and Holland or oh, Netherlands Qatar. Um, what were you, what were we expecting there then, Tom? What, what are you saying? Well, it's expecting Netherlands to rest a few players and still thrash Qatar. Yeah, the only game that matters really is the Ecuador Senegal game. I think Ecuador, as long as Ecuador don't lose, they're through. Indeed, yeah. So they've, it's, they've, it's currently four been... points each. Netherlands and Ecuador both on four points. Um, Senegal on three points. Qatar on zero. We want to make sure Netherlands win and win well because we don't really want to be facing them if we win the group. Do you think? I'd much rather play Ecuador. Yeah, sure. I get that. I feel like, like his, historically, you don't want to play Holland and you don't want to maybe play a manager with the Naus of Van Gaal, but Holland have been... I've not seen anything good from Holland in the two games they I've seen. No, they haven't been great. I think a lot of the European teams struggled uh, early on. And one of the things I was talking with, I think it was with Ali, about was saying that, like, you think of all of the uh, Holland teams of um, our youth in tournaments, the one one thing that you could always pin on them is some attacking flair and talent. Yeah. There's none in this this Holland team. There's not a single player who scares me. No, I've watched them a couple of times, like, in the last couple of years, like, in... uh, qualifiers or Nations League games and they look they were really fun to watch when they played like Depay, Bergwijn, but is it Berghaus I think the other one I don't think yeah played. but D- Depay's not really, really fun fit. to watch really good going forward and I thought they'd be a lot better maybe they'll get better maybe but I mean I thought they'd score a lot of goals but it doesn't they don't really seem to be clicking much. I mean, the only real reason that I would fear them in terms of, from an England perspective, of not wanting to play them is because I think that Van Gaal is a savvy operator, especially in tournament football. Um, he's proven that before. We're, we're in, in the Holland job. I don't really fancy fancy it again. Um, but yeah, I, think, I think we really struggled to break them down as well, the way they play with the, the three centre-backs. I think it's just going to take Kane out of the game. Well, but if one of them's Nathan Aki? Well, one of them's Van Dijk, though. <laughs> wow. Seen him play recently. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I suppose no one is expecting them not to not to, to get a, a very comfortable result against Qatar because they are really not up to much, even though they're somehow the Asian champions, which brings bring some questions about that considering... Yeah. They're definitely the worst Asian team I've seen so far. The worst team. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Um, but Ecuador-Senegal, what do we expect there? 
it, it could be a really fun game. Yeah. I think I think because Senegal have to go for the win. Yeah. And Ecuador Ecuador have played some nice football. They have. To be fair, they they got a draw with the Netherlands, didn't they? And obviously they they were good against Qatar in the first game. They completely completely out out battled them. So I reckon. I'm, where's I your, where's your go, money going? I think I'm going to go for an Ecuador win. Okay. And but not sufficient enough. You think Holland will score enough goals to top the group? I hope so. You hope so. I hope so. I think it'll be a, a narrowish one until maybe maybe late on when Senegal have to throw them forward. Okay, and then we have um, in Group B. We've got. Let's start with Iran USA. Well, that's, that's, again, I think that's similar to the, to I, the first game, isn't it? I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've actually quite liked USA so far. I think they should have beaten Wales. I quite, they probably should have beaten Wales. I quite liked to run after the, after they played us. When, in the England game, they were, yeah. they looked... In the England game, they looked garbage. And then I saw they them... Looked, I they saw looked them, on the guitar level. Yeah. And then I saw them play in the Wales game, and I was like, wait, hold on. Maybe we were... <laughs> I tricked myself into thinking we were really good. I was like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know they only won it late, but they absolutely battered Wales. Yeah. They could have scored four or five. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, the fact that they scored both those goals in injury time was not reflective of the no. of their performance throughout. Um, obviously, there's going to be an additional level of uh, <laughs> political edge, which will make this fun. Um Chris has long had this on his calendar has been like saying like it's frustrating the way the group has fallen because it means that we're all obviously going to watch you you and I with Chris as well we're all obviously going to watch the England game yeah but this is probably the more interesting game if I, it if, will be, well, I think England Wales is going to be it's going to be a boring game you think I, I, I think so I think you're going to see a there's rumours Jordan Henderson starting. Yeah, there is um, rumours Jordan Henderson starting. You just know it's going to be a nil-nil or a one-nil win, something like that. I don't think it's going to be very exciting. Do you think but... that will make a lot of changes? Because there's I don't been think talks. Be a lot. There's been talks subsequently that England people are saying that England were tired and looked leggy, and I'm not sure if yeah. I. I'm not. I, don't think I just thought they looked uninspired. It, yeah, it just didn't click against USA. Yeah, I mean. No more legged than any other team in the tournament. Again, like I said, something I definitely said to Ali straight after the game was I felt like England had heard the stories or this talk about how they, um, about how USA, like it felt like USA tired after being so ferocious in the press in the early in the Wales game. And then England didn't do any of the things you needed to do to tire them out. So they never got tired. Yeah, we didn't move the ball quickly enough, so they didn't exactly. have to press us so aggressively. It was like, it was like we've seen England at tournaments before, just slow and mm. just not as. Which is disappointing after the first game where we played some nice free flowing football, like got the ball forward quickly, quick movement, and then it was just, just completely different. It's almost like, yeah, we'll take a nil nil and move on. But exactly the same. Like if you put this performance. If you showed this performance and the, the performance against Scotland in the group stages, again, in the second group game, took the teams and the kits off them, and you'd be like, ah, oh, so these are identical. Yeah. So I'm not that worried about it. One game. I think we can, I'm happy. I think we'll bounce back. Um, 
I think there might be a few changes. I just I'm yeah, trying to remember. Might see, might see Foden start, maybe. I'm trying Kyle to. Start. I'm trying but. to remember what changes we made in the third group stage in the Euros, but obviously in in 2018 he made a whole host of changes for that Belgian game, we but already, we'd already we qualified. qualified yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we have pretty much qualified unless we lose by three goals. I think isn't it? Um, is it that many? Yeah, it sounds about right because of our gold. Yeah, because obviously Iran and USA both can't win. Yeah, exactly. So and then so we've got a plus four goal difference and Wales have a minus two goal difference. So for Wales to go above us, I think we need to lose by four goals. Unless unless uh it's something it then goes down to like goals scored. Hold on, we've got Yeah, I reckon we probably depending on yellow cards and the like the tiebreakers, I think we probably need to lose yeah. by four. Um which yeah, like you said, doesn't feel doesn't feel likely. Um, yeah, especially when you've seen Wales, they don't look like they. I mean, I don't want this to come back and bite me, but it doesn't look like they'll score even score one or two. Yeah, um, I think yeah. Foden, people, there's there seems to be a huge media clamor for Foden to start. Um, I think that a little bit like Brazil, we ha- we're blessed with attacking talent. It's fine. Yeah, for, I think- it's fine for us to ring some of the changes and maybe freshen up some of those those legs maybe i wouldn't be after his performance in the usa game i wouldn't be averse to harry kane not starting i think there's zero chance that that happens but if we rested him and literally with the saying that we are that's what we're doing we are resting rest it giving harry some rest i wouldn't be i wouldn't be against that is that won't happen, will it? Harry Kane will play. We'll start every single game yeah. at this tournament for England, even if he's got like a leg hanging off. He'll still start. Yeah, um, there's a little. I think, bit... Gary, I think Southgate's taken some some unfair some unfair uh, slack over over people like Foden and Matt. So he's getting some stick over James Madison not coming on. He's he's not fit. He hasn't even trained. I don't think exactly. He's, he's, he was in full training today. I think for the first time. Right. Like, like, <laughs> We've got a squad of 26. You can't play every single player. You can't bring every player on every game. No, exactly. Let's just relax. It's not the end of the world. We've drawn one game. And I also, I didn't think that, I actually thought that England were better when Henderson came on in the USA game. Yeah, I, he, shored up, he shored up midfield a bit, a bit of experience. I think he gave England a platform to play from, like playing with two midfielders. But I think... The same would have happened if Phillips had come on. I don't think it was Henderson that saved the day. I think it yeah. was playing two solid central midfielders. Yeah. Um, I find it interesting that the talk of Henderson is is supposedly at the expense of Bellingham, which is a who. I get no one had a good game against USA. I can't really think of one. So he's not Harry Maguire, maybe. Yeah, maybe he's not really alone in any of this. But he was uninspiring. But again, a media darling after the first game. People were raving about him, rightfully so. Um, I don't know. I think I think there'll be some changes. I think there might be some changes at fullback. I think we'll see. Yeah. I think Kyle Walker is going to play, isn't he? Is he back? He's fit and ready to play. Okay, well, he'll play some part. I think. But yeah, I'm not sure if he'll start, but I think yeah, I think. Um, I wonder if get some players minutes who might be needed. Yeah, I wonder if. He will play Walker and Trippier, perhaps play Trippier at left back. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the reporters said they were lining up that way in a training session earlier with Walker right back and Trippier 
left back with Henderson in the middle. Okay. Um, but like we said, this Wales team is so uninspiring. Exactly. I mean, they just there's a few teams at this tournament who just really literally rely on one player to carry them through. Like and like Gareth Bale was not getting any younger. Well, I think the problem is with Wales is that normally Wales relied on two players to get them through. And they're both getting on. Being Bale, being Bale and Ramsey, and at least in a England, in a England shirt, well, in a Wales shirt at the moment, well, I suppose in any shirt for a while, Ramsey just isn't. Ramsey's, if anything, Ramsey feels like a liability to me for this Wales team. I feel like he's hampering them more than he's helping them. Whereas Bale might stand like a statue up front and not really get involved in an awful lot, but if the ball falls to him. He's yeah. still got the ability to shift it half a yard, get it out of his feet, hit it from 25 yards and pull it in the top corner or hit an amazing free click like the one against Ukraine or uh, anything like that or take a clutch penalty. Like, in a moment where you need him, I feel you could still he'll still give you a moment. I'd still be playing him, but I think that I'm not sure what Ramsey's offering them. I feel like it's no, almost like playing with 10 men. Yeah, it's the thing that Bale's the only one you seem to have to worry about in that Wales team at the moment. And like, I feel, I feel like we're we're good enough defensively to mark one player out the game. As good as Bale is, he's yeah. not the same player he was. No. Yeah. So but yeah, he, he might create something out of nothing, but we've we've got enough, I think, to to take them out of the game. I like the talk in the the press where they've been trying to rile up the. Uh, the rivalry because obviously everyone's aware of the 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 um uh Martin Sheen video is long long went viral on uh, on Twitter with his rampant speech but they've been talking about trying to get the England boys uh, up for it by suggesting about how hard the Wales team celebrated when we got knocked out by Iceland and <laughs> I mean did just you don't want to be you don't want to be like Scotland. Come on, Wales. Let's <laughs> concentrate on your own team and stop celebrating others others being defeated. Don't turn into Scotland. Yeah, so we're expecting... We both think don't expect too much of a problem from Wales, which just feels like vitriol. That feels like something that's going to be a huge slice of humble pie for us, unfortunately. But I'm sure we'll be okay. What do we think? What do you think from around USA? Oh, it's again. It's a tough one to call. I think it's like the Ecuador Senegal game, and USA got to go for it to get the win. I yeah, think I think I think USA will win. I think they've got enough. They're, I think Iran are going to win. They've been good, really. Yeah, both teams have shown that they're good, fairly good in spells. But I think USA, the um, the confidence they take from being the better team against us, if right. they start on the front foot and go ahead, I think they'll be able to. I think they'll be able to win that. Okay. Right, well, we'll see. It'll be a fun evening. We won't be watching the fun. We'll be watching England Wales. No, we won't but... be watching the fun. We'll be watching another terrible game. But... Yeah, cool. All right, well, that is it for us for tonight. That That is what's coming up tomorrow. Um, I don't know who's podcasting tomorrow. There'll be someone here to talk you through, through that. Hopefully, we don't have anyone from Wales, so we can't have anyone on to be too sad and hopefully England won't have um, disappointed us as bad as we can but uh, thanks for that Tom 
No problem. And always remember to have your man on the post. Hey!